0: I'm Mark Pender for Econa Day with Mark Rogers, senior economist for Econa Day. Two items are dominating the markets this week, or look to. Uh, continued reaction to the Fed's decision last week not to taper, as well as the federal debt ceiling. Let's first start off with your uh, recap, Mark, of what stood out for you uh, from last week's Fed decision.
1: Uh, Certainly. It's still hanging over the markets and is going to be hanging over the markets for some time. Of course, the uh, big surprise was that the Fed did not taper when market expectations called for a $10 billion monthly reduction in asset purchases. Uh, Fed Chairman Ben Bernanke focused on the labor market not being where the fed wants it to be he wants to see sustained improvement before there's a reduction in fed ease he's also along with others at the fomc worried about fiscal drag from uh, the federal government hitting its debt ceiling and just this morning as we're taping midday monday uh, new york fed president william dudley spoke reiterating many of the same things He stated that GDP growth needs to be stronger to boost jobs before taper should begin. He also noted that he didn't think even 2% GDP growth would be strong enough to achieve those results. So the bottom line is the odds are very high, I think, that we will not get taper at the end of December. It could be even January if the Fed is emphasizing sustained improvement in the labor market
0: well that's the point is the sustained improvement and uh if we get one month or two months of uh, let's say exceptional uh, job reports uh that would presumably not be enough to uh, to trigger an immediate tapering is that right
1: well the fed has emphasized it's looking at the broad picture of the labor market not just one or two numbers
0: It's interesting how quickly everything has shifted. There was such anticipation for an immediate tapering, and now we're pushing it back. What's your reaction to that?
1: Um, uh, Chairman Bernanke stated it rather well. He said uh, that the economy uh, is not is as good today as they believed where we were headed back in June. So I think it's the expectations about the strength of the economy that has changed.
0: Well, we also have the government shutdown, another um, uh, another possible uh, a shock that could hit the economy in this uh, looming for October 1. Let What do look in your crystal ball, Mark? What do you see as the impact?
1: Well there were actually been studies on the previous major shutdown of the federal government which was back in 1995 they shut down for two times for a combined four weeks and the congressional budget office estimated back then that those shutdowns shaved about half a percentage point off of fourth quarter GDP for that year. Uh, A big difference I think between then and now is the economy overall was stronger and right now the economy is wavering and uh, we don't need this kind of interruption to the recovery and that's what the fed is worried about and there could be a confidence reaction in the markets if there's not resolution
0: soon yes it's so up in the air Uh, but uh, we also have indicators which are uh, due and uh, several for this week Uh, manufacturing housing and the consumer sectors all three have been wavering by various degrees in recent months so what do you think Mark
1: well uh, that's exactly right Uh, just this morning uh, we did get uh, one new number from the market flash PMI Uh, the manufacturing sector for September has been getting mixed reviews. Uh, We had favorable reports from the New York and Philly Fed, uh, regional surveys, but uh, actually had some slippage, some deceleration according to this morning's market flash PMI.
0: Well, that was also the composite activity slow, but uh, very particularly new orders slowed and substantially and even though output was very very uh, strong accelerated the decline in new orders growth isn't uh you know that's a concern tomorrow we have consumer confidence we also have uh, home price indexes and those have been tied a little bit uh the uh, appreciation home prices have uh, had been a plus for uh, consumer confidence what do you see right now for home prices mark it,
1: it looks like uh, it- the news is going to be uncertain, whatever the news is. We had the taper talk scare, if you want to call it that, which uh, led to mortgage rates to rise somewhat. And um, I do believe we did get some increase in activity because of the fear by potential home buyers that, prior, that uh, mortgage rates would be going up. So that at least temporarily boosted demand. And we may still be in that phase in terms of the data releases, so we could still see favorable numbers for home prices as well as the new home sales. However, uh, there could be some offset two months from now after the fear of taper has essentially gone away for the near term.
0: It pulled it pulled activity forward. Um, exactly. And we have new- we have new uh, home sales on uh, Wednesday, and they were, have been proved with the revisions to be a disappointment. And then we have pending home sales, which are for existing home sales, on Thursday, and that could give us a bit of a uh, of a leading indicator. And then we have the con- and then um, we have the consumer uh, is active on Friday, the data with personal income uh, and outlays. So, I touch on that more.
1: Uh, Yes. uh, Personal income, that's always important in terms of providing the fuel for consumers to spend and the consumers about two-thirds of the economy. So keeping the consumer sector healthy is important. Um, We want confidence to be up. We want income to be up. And income has been a little sluggish lately. However, uh... based on the latest employment situation report might actually get um, a good number at least in the wages and salaries component for august Uh, for total personal income it was up only one-tenth of percent in july but the wages and salaries component was especially weak dipping zero point three percent but uh... we saw from the employment report private aggregate weekly earnings up a sizable 0.6% in August so I'm looking for a moderately strong number for personal income and uh, we also should get a decent spending number we had at least based on auto sales the unit new motor vehicle figure was up 1.8% in August though excluding autos Uh, the retail sales figure was a little bit soft, edging up only one-tenth of a percent. So we may see some large diversity in the spending components this month.
0: Well, and finally, let's turn to the uh, consumer sentiment, uh, consumer confidence um, area. We have consumer confidence, which is a monthly report out tomorrow, and then we have consumer sentiment, which is uh, out every two weeks from the University of Michigan. Now that tanked, at uh, at uh, in the last reading, um, and what your description of uh, income uh, seemed to be pretty positive, uh, how do you see uh, the, the consumer spirits going?
1: Well, certainly consumers realize, but that's the the personal income number, that's an aggregate figure. It's a combination of uh, job growth, average hourly earnings, and the work week. Individual workers, are not seen as much of an increase so for each individual it's still soft but the aggregate gain appears to be fairly decent for august but uh, a key number also may well be not just the uh, consumer confidence number from uh, the conference board for september but uh, probably possibly the uh, university of michigan figure because it is out twice a month and you get an implied uh... sentiment figure for the second half of the month and uh, the taper talk really accelerated until the the fed decision so uh... will get a, a better read for the second half of the month and also don't forget we get the the weekly bloomberg consumer consumer sentiment figures, the consumer mood numbers, each Thursday morning, and those numbers have been running rather low lately.
0: Well, thank you very much. That's Mark Rogers with Econaday. I'm Mark Pender for Econaday.